last time on Rogue Roleplay. Oh, you going to the docks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who you should talk to over there? There's someone that can rent you the boats, but they also can uh, they can also talk to dead people. Uh, do they talk back? I mean, she says, I, didn't, I don't hear nothing. And there's one snake-looking woman. Without looking up, her hand just kind of wave you over. I see that you have tarot cards in your hand, and I wanted my tarot read. You are not the one I have a message for. It is the girl. The place that you are going has something very special for you. Look behind the eggs. Is it a horse? Is it a pony? Does anyone else know of horse eggs? Pony <laughs> eggs. <laughs> you need a boat. And you need it to go fight a dragon. How did you know? The bones told me. But this can end without violence. If you so choose. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and Tish is not the only one that had tacos yesterday. Oh, man. Okay, do we mean tacos or like tacos as in like puss? I, I went to a Mexican restaurant. And ate a puss. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I can say puss, but I can't say the other word because the Y just makes it like far worse for me. It's a bit queefy, I would say. Well, I'm going <laughs> home. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Katie. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm like, wow, we're all so funny. Hi, <laughs> my name is Katie and I play Cherry Chapo and sometimes I just get amazed about how funny we all are. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I play Humphrey Evan After and I accidentally took NyQuil instead of DayQuil, so we're on a timer. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tisha. I play Edith Wins Thereafter and I did actually go to a taco fest in Margarita Fest yesterday. Just for a little bit. So you didn't eat puss. And it was nice. I didn't. Okay. I had an empanada. Yum. I love empanadas. And yucca fries. Hi, I am the love child of Jimbo and Pangina Hills. Oh my God. And in 20 years, I too will also become an amazing drag queen that will be shafted by my sisters and sent home because I'm better than all of them. I'm so mm -hmm. mad about this season. What is Chuchu be doing? Why is she there? Why is she there? Playing the game. Playing the game. They want to keep her till the end. Wouldn't you? No. no. I'd keep her till the end. She's beatable. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blue Hydrangea's there to win. I mean, they're, they're playing the season as someone would expect them to, and it's going to make for a terrible season. Speaking of a season you're looking forward to, we have mm. a question. Mm -mm. And I did forget That transition already. was not good, girl. It was not good. <laughs> you know what? You're welcome to try one. Have at it. <laughs> I can't do oh, better. Uh, I can only critique, <laughs> so. <laughs> Speaking of disappointments, our question this week is... Here comes Brandon. Oh. What is the weirdest compliment or insult you've ever received in public? Oh, yes. I'll go first. And I know that I have told you all this before because it happened last time while we were recording. 
somebody, a young woman came to my door, and this is before the vaccine was like all the way out to the public, and she asked if I wanted to sign up to get the vaccine. And I said, I can do that. And I pointed to my face. Oh, yeah. Because at the time in Florida, it was like 55 or older or nurses, you know, only those people could get the vaccine right then. And I pointed at my face and I said, I can do that. And (laughs) she looked at me in my face and said, yes. And so I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, I'm totally ready to get this thing. And I go like answering her questions and she said, how old are you? And I told her, and she said, oh, you can't get it yet. And I'm like, why not? And she said, oh, you have to be 55 or older. And I'm like, that's, wh- oh. that's, why, I oh. that's why I asked and pointed that's at my so face. stupid. You dumb bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. you old crusty ass looking bitch. You can't okay. get it yet. You just look old. <laughs> it just looked like I could get it. All right, cool. And then the other time that I'm not sure if it was a compliment or not, but some guy from my HOA came to my door they were collecting signatures and he asked me where i was from and i told him illinois and he said no where are you from like originally and i said well i was born in illinois and he said oh you're well where are you married what's your last name uh because i have a last name that doesn't sound super american and i said no that's that was my dad's last name you know it's i'm not married he said, oh, you know, I was just assuming you were, like, some kind of, like, beautiful Armenian princess. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, the cringe. Oh, no. Oh, my whole body you were some didn't like that. Armenian princess. Yeah. But it, it's those 50-year-old men yes. are always the ones that give the most cringe compliments. Oh, um, that is. The man that you were talking to said it disappointed that you were white. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Okay, Macaroni McGee. Right. Writing that name yes. down. My best friend in Orlando, she was talking about like all the dating apps and shit. And these older men will text her and be like, Ebony goddess. Oh, my princess, let me worship you. And it's just it's like, yikes. Mm-hmm. I'm more than my skin color. Um, yeah, uh, I have one. Um, I actually have a pleasure of these. So like if we ever want to do this question again, please, because my kids, my students read the fuck out of me on a daily basis. But I'll go for this one. Um, My this is back when he's now a third grader. But this is last year. And my sweet little student, who's very intelligent, sees that I'm drinking a Coke. And he goes, "Uh, Mr. Washington, you're drinking a Coke. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, but why is it not diet? And I was like, <gasps> I looked at him dead in his face. And I was like, go ahead, keep keep going. And he's like, because you know, because you know you're, and he didn't want to say it because, you know, that was the insult. <sighs> or he knew that that was the inappropriate thing to say. He was trying to call me fat. But he kind of, he was, it, but it was like such a concerned way that he was trying to do it. Like he was concerned for my health. So he's like, because you know you're, and he kept like rubbing his belly, like to like <laughs> signify that I'm fat. Oh my God. <laughs> and so. That's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just sitting here looking at him and I'm not I'm gonna keep his name out but like I was just like can you just say it blank <laughs> he's like well you're you're big and I was just like okay he's like so you should be drinking diet cokes and like the way he just said it so logically and like with such concern I feel like he was my doctor and so yeah that 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 one still sits with me to this day because I now drink diet cokes oh no Rip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. mine actually came from my boyfriend 
we were <laughs> a while ago in one of these things i was talking about how we went to a, a formal restaurant we were all dressed up oh yeah yeah uh we went there and i kind of threw a little shade his way because he was wearing like slacks and a a button-down shirt and a tie and i was like oh it's cute you look you look like a a high schooler getting ready for prom so was just like wearing basic ass button yeah. down and, uh, and pants like not even a blazer mm-hmm. and he goes yeah well you look much fancier than i do you could you could be the general manager of this place damn that is that wow. is good. Sh- that is that is a good healthy shade. That is. Yeah, it was great. It's a really good one. Not the general, not customer service. <laughs> not how was your meal going this evening? <laughs> Damn, baby, you could be front of house. <laughs> oh man, I just get told that I look like people's daughters a lot. I'm like, yeah, okay, and you don't know if that's a compliment or not. I'm just like, I don't even know you. Don't approach me in the grocery store to tell me that you look like. They look like your daughter. But way higher. Right. I've, I've had that at the grocery store, too. You look like my friend's son. And then she even said, she's like, I can show you his picture. And before she showed it to me, she goes, I don't want you to be offended. Oh For fuck's God. sake, God. don't show me the picture then. Listen, I got a gross-ass son. <laughs> right? I didn't remember that until you said that, Katie. Oh. That's awful. Yeah, that was a bad one. I had a different one in mind because I had a coworker at the jewelry store I used to work at that told me I looked like Steve Buscemi before he got real ugly, but after he was good looking. <laughs> so that was fun. So you're like mid-transition. <laughs> Steve Buscemi spectrum. Yeah. Where, where do I fall on the Steve Buscemi spectrum? <laughs> Evidently not in the good one. Not the good area. I don't know if there is a good area. He used to be a fucking handsome dude. It, like he, because I think one of his first gigs was a Tales from the Crypt episode, and he was as the Crypt people very handsome. Stop it! He was so good looking. He used to be at least, and there was just a you get older and things start sagging and sinking in. I'm looking it up. I'm googling What's Steve Buscemi now. Hot. You do Steve Buscemi hot? Because he was. You know he was on Saturday Night Live recently. Was he hot? No, not now. That's fine. He's hysterical. He was also in that one where Brendan Fraser has long hair and looks incredible. George of the Jungle? No. The other one. Like the mummy? Radio Pirates. Radio. Oh. Airheads. Airheads. Airheads is so good. Airheads is good. I, I typed in young Steve Buscemi, and the first thing that came up was that scene from 30 Rock where he's like, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm also an older person trying to be younger than I am. So that's true, too, isn't it? It's fun being an old man on TikTok. But I mean, yeah, but that's you're making money 25 for 25-year-olds are an old man on TikTok. Yeah. That's true. You have a following, you know. It's, so it's something's, something's working. I'm an influencer. Meanwhile, like, I push out content that far surpasses you and Brandon, and I have no followers, and I just don't understand. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm just kidding. All I do is talk about K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone answer their compliments? None of them were really compliments, were they? No, because I don't think any compliment from me is ever worth it because I love attention. Right, I'll take your compliments. In the middle of the grocery store, though, from, like, random strangers? Yeah. Okay. You know, like, 
the only weird compliments I ever get are like the racist ones, you know. So I don't, I, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you look pretty sexy for a black guy. Give you all shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. So I just those become, um, uh, for lack of a better term, those become white noise to me, and I just tune them out. Ooh, I like that white noise. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of white noise, we have a podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh this. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> this is how the today's episode is gonna go. It's been a real, real <laughs> man. It's been an afternoon, yeah. hasn't it? You're going full Steve Buscemi over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in transition right now. Yeah, that's what's happening. Okay, we have an episode. Do you guys remember what happened last time? Absolutely not. No. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, let's look at the notes. Hold on. We do have yes. We like met a bunch of minors. Yes, you're in. Uh, oh, and Florals in the Spring is a Republican. <laughs> no, you are just in really in tune with your manifest destiny and your ancestors, and you think you can step wherever the fuck you want to, and that's not the case. She defended her native land, and you got the curse of it. So, that's on you, Miss Ma'am. How'd she get that land? It's not your business. She's the fairy godmother, and we're in the fairy world. What you mean, ma'am? Call me Republican. So... Calling me a Republican? <laughs> Oh, the audacity. I don't see that in the notes either, but evidently that happened. Uh, uh, there's no child labor. Just a heads up. They're mine ors, <laughs> not mine ers. No, 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 no. The other way around. They're mine. Other way. I, I saw where you were going there. <laughs> so yeah, you guys made your way to the fairyland. You've got some fun arrows, and then you made your way to the docks when you learned that there was a... Uh, issue with the mining in the uh, city of Cobalt City. Brandon called uh, me a it. Republican. You- <laughs> I stand by it. I said what I said. I'm bo- you- Hold on. I can go over you because I'm bothered. <laughs> Not you. I'll call it florals. I just need to get in touch with my inner blackness. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Make sure to get rid of it before you start playing florals. <laughs> We are in mixed company, so I will not talk to you the way I would talk to somebody else, but just know that everything <laughs> that I do from this point on is with love and compassion. Brandon, <laughs> I'm going to kill you with kindness. I'm literally going to stab you in the heart with kindness. <laughs> so you've made it to Cobalt City. You realize that there was, oh, you arrived on the Sassafras Cheeks boat, that boat with some junk in the trunk. Yep. Smacked its ass across the waves. Yeah. Oh my god. So you're in Cobalt City. You learned that there is a big protest going on. There is a leader there named Dickie Jensen who just came off the stage and said that he's going to go in and talk to the bosses. And they're doing that because five of their men were killed by a dragon when trying to mine for the ore. So we're picking up in Cobalt City. The four of you are there and Dickie Jensen just came off the stage. Is there anything else I need to remind you of though? Dickie talked to the leaders He's like the go-between. Yeah, Dickie said he's going to go and talk to the bosses now to make sure that they don't have to keep mining when they're in fucking danger. Yeah, I think we were debating if we should talk to like the 1% or if we should talk to the people and which would get us more sway with the fairy godmother. Yeah, I guess you guys have to figure out what your goal is in this city right now because yeah there's an issue going on between the miners and the leaders then you know the king has something to do with it because everything has king tbd written all over it but i mean it's up to you what you want to handle here this isn't necessarily part of the fairy godmother storyline but it is something you've discovered how you handle it it's up to you you know there's a dragon you know people have died you know the miners are you know afraid for their lives and we need that ore yeah because we made a promise to the tree person Sick Nabin. Sick Nabin. Yes, yes. Where you got your sparrows. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that um, what I really want to do, 
while we're on this journey is like start taking one of the arrows apart while we're kind of like traveling and kind of investigating it and seeing if I can like figure out how to make it. That's right. You did buy one of each arrow with the. <laughs> and then Edith also finessed several more arrows out of Signathan. Yes, in exchange for bringing back twice as many arrowheads. Yeah, so I think we, I think Edith got four. I think you're right. Yeah, I gave them to y'all though. I think uh, you gave I think them to she me. made that. So which we can start with that. Which arrow do you want to take apart? I want to take apart the th- thunderbolt. <laughs> the thunderbolt. Okay, the big bad one. Great. Okay, roll investigation to start. Let's do that. All right. Let the game. Oh wow! Guess who doesn't have D and D Beyond ready? <laughs> I have advantage. Look at God. And this is a, yeah, three. So I got a 17. Okay. So you're just trying to figure out how to make it. Is that it? Yes. I'm trying to figure out like what it's made out of, like, and how I can recreate these arrows. Okay. So the wood on the arrow is just mahogany wood. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. It is the arrowhead that has the magic in it. The arrowhead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The arrowhead has the magic in it. The tip of the arrow. And it seems like it's something that is soaked into it. So it's not something that's like separated. Like you can't separate it from the arrowhead itself. But it's something that has been... uh, Imbued. Yeah. Yeah. Like these arrowheads have almost been like dipped and soaked in something. What can I roll for that? Oh, let's do nature. Yes. Come on, plus five, plus five. (laughs) 17 plus five is 22. Nice. That is a very good roll. Then yeah. And especially with your... Oh, shit. There goes my book that has that answer. Okay, I gotta find the page again. Hang on. Big stretch. <laughs> right? It was far down there. I'm tall. <laughs> so you know what it has to do with a flower or a plant. I don't think it's actually a flowering plant. And I have to figure out how to spell this. K-N-A-U-T-I-A. K-N-A-U-T-I-A. Yes. Nautia. Nautica? Nautia? Nasha? Sure. Nausea plant. As soon as anyone says letters or numbers to me, my brain just stops processing it. <laughs> it's really useful. Uh, so there is a uh, purplish green plant. Is it the flower? I think it's just a plant. Yeah, oh. I put nausea as a plant used to imbue the used to imbue the thunderbolt arrowhead. Yeah. Oh, it does flower. I take it back. So it has a dark magenta flower on top of it. Those are nadias. Nadias. So yeah, it's a reddish purple or a magenta pincushion flower that you recognize. It seems to be mixed in with fairy water, but you're very positive it has to do with the Nadia plant. I'm Googling how to pronounce this word, and I found videos of both pronunciations. So it's just it's just bullshit, huh? We're oh. just yeah, I guess. we're just making up pronunciation videos. Great. Sure. So fairy water was also used. Yeah, fairy water and the Nadia plant. Okay, got it. Um, so I tell everyone cool. I say. Sorry, according to my research, I have discovered that the arrowheads that we are currently having within our possession was uh, imbued to make the thunderbolt with a Narshur plant and fairy water. So we need some fairy water and some Narsha to make sure that we can make more arrowheads uh, for Sikhnebin. Yeah, or for ourselves. Uh, I just told him I would get him the ore to make the arrowheads. But yeah, do we need to make... Th- we're not... That's his business. Would I know where Nadia plants are? Were they flowers that I would have seen in the forest or something? I mean, you may recognize the flower itself if you saw it. How versed are you in plant names, though? Oh, yeah, good point, good point. Okay, never mind. 
the nickname of it is Thunder and Lightning, if that helps. So maybe you would call it that, but I don't think you'd recognize the formal name for it. Yeah, unless I saw like a picture of it. Yeah. So I walk up to Cherry and I show her a picture of the Nadia plant that I have in my uh, in Chiridian. And I say, Cherry, does this look familiar to your? Investigation, nature. Yeah, do nature. And then if it's high enough, you can recognize it as a thunder and lightning plant that works. Ugh, ten. I mean, this the leaves of this are pretty obvious why it's called that, I think. I think you recognize mm. the leaves to be the lightning plant for sure. Oh, I've seen that. I don't remember where, I'm guessing, with my role, but... Deep in the forest, that's all you know, yeah. It's it's in the forest, but the forest is, like, everywhere here, so... Nor, thank you, or... Okay, so when we go back to the forest, we can definitely look for these plants and keep a keen eye out for them. Until then, let's go find uh, this dragon. Okay, speaking of the dragon, you've just heard Dickie Jensen come off stage and he's coming down. Uh, who would you like to, t- I guess, would you like to talk to him? That seemed to be what you were at, where you were at last time. You were at the side of the stage. Dickie Jensen just said, I'm going to go in there and I'm not going to let any more of us down. Uh, so he's coming off stage after a roaring applause. I guess, what would you like to know? He doesn't know why you guys are there. He's just walking away. We should probably talk to him, right? He'd know more about the dragon and yeah. where it is. Yeah, I think so. And maybe he knows, you know, what the fairy godmother would lack because we're really only going to be doing this, I think, if it's beneficial to the fairy godmother. Or if we do do it, maybe we keep it quiet from her, hide our identity, if she doesn't like that we're going to do this. Well, remember that I said before that the black dragon is naturally evil. And we are more so worried about the inhabitants of this tower. So I look over at Dickie Jensen. I say, Dickie, I have a, qu- a few questions for your. Hello, I'm Dickie Jensen. You are? Oh, hello. I'm Florals in Spring. And these are my compatriots. And I wave at them. Uh, and I say, we just have a few questions for your. Um, I hope you have some time to talk. Uh, I'm, I'm about to go in and talk to the bosses, but I've got a few minutes. And he'll uh, stick his hand out. And it's calloused and strong. Big thick hands. Meat hooks. Meat hooks. Meat hooks. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think I'm into it. So I shake his hand. Yeah, he's a daddy for sure. Yeah, giving giving very daddy energy. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, shake his hand and I say, Sir, just a few questions for your. We have heard around the way that there is a black dragon right around the corner from here. Mm. And it's keeping the miners from doing their work. And we just wanted to know if you needed a, a team of strong individuals such as ourselves to go and handle this business for your. Oh, we're talking about miners with an E, not, not miners with an O. I'm glad, I guess. Yeah, and Cherry's going to look a little concerned at the strong individuals part. <laughs> the actual miner. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I was there when the dragon killed him. All five of them, actually. Uh, if you if you think you're capable, but that, that thing's crazy tough. It, it happened in seconds. Oh, no, that sounds so unfortunate. And as I'm like, as he's like saying this, I'm like grabbing his arm and I am hoisting myself into both of his arms so he can like cradle me. <laughs> And I'm saying, that sounds so awful. Sir, I was thinking that we could come to a conclusion, uh, we can come to a compromise. If we handle this black dragon for your, you can give us some very detailed information about the fairy world and what's going on with the king and the fairy godmother. I'm going to find out more about the king in this meeting here quick. Or... Uh, actually, I wouldn't mind a little intimidation factor going into it. You're welcome to join me and uh, your weapons, of course. I don't think you'll need them guy we're talking to is pretty weak, but I like scaring him. 
He's a little bitch. As he's talking, I like climbed on his shoulders and I say, Sir, uh, I think that me and my friends will follow you into this room and then we can be like your bodyguards or, you know, your yes men and make sure that we get all the information that we need. Right. And I look over at the rest of them. Yeah, we can be intimidating. Uh, maybe here. And she knocks her staff on the ground and casts seeming and changes what florals looks like and what cherry chapel look like to make them look a little bit buffier and with guns just pretty intimidating looking yes give wow. me can you make the pigeons look muscular yeah the pigeons <laughs> look muscular and they're all carrying slingshots it's really hard to fly when you have a slingshot with both hands <laughs> yeah but pigeons don't really fly that much anyway it's true they're just walking. I was like, also, yeah. this is like fairy world. It's very far-fetched. I like it. Do they have buff legs or just buff arms? The pigeons have super buff wings. Nice. Nice. Their legs are very yeah. agile. Right? So, like, you can hear, the, you can literally hear, like, the veins and the arteries as they, like, flap their wings. <laughs> crumbs. Crumbs. <laughs> uh, you, you can just hear the steroids. I'm into it. Um, yeah. So, I then look at my body. Since I am now, like, giving mask for mask, uh, Dom Top energy, I jump off of his shoulders and I get ready to go into the room. You know what? I kick the door open. Damn. Dickie will go, um, it's it's that one, that room over oh. there. <laughs> so then I give, like, a little Sinead turn and then I kick that one, too. Perfect. You kick down the door and before you have the mining conversation, the listeners and I are going to have a conversation in this week's Gay Agenda. Welcome to the Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons and talk about any events we have going on in the podcast. First, we get to thank our newest Patreon members, so thank you, Jane, for joining our Patreon. Hope you enjoy the bonus episodes and everything we have on there. If you have not checked out our Patreon already, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. We've got bonus episodes, polls that help shape the podcast, pre-recording chats with the cast, lovingly known as Pregoss. And at the pickle of our eye tier, you get a birthday shout out, which I've got another one this week because we have multiple March birthdays. And this one goes to a pickle who is guest starring in a couple Patreon episodes coming up. So happy birthday, Andrea, or Andrea Cuts the Cheese, as we know her. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Andrea. Snatch my wig. Tongue pop. Thanks so much for creating the character. And I can't wait for you and the Patreon members to hear the episodes that we got to play. Before we get back to the action, we have a milestone coming up, and I'm so excited. We're about to hit 100 episodes released. I think we're two episodes away right now. So our 100th episode will be a look back at Roll Gay Roleplay and what has brought us to our 100th episode extravaganza. I forget what we called it. Whatever we call it, it's cute and fun, and you'll like it. And that episode will be available on April 4th. No, 3rd? 4th? In there, you know? And really, thank you to every one of our listeners for getting us to 100 episodes. The growth of this podcast and the community we've created on Discord is just incredible, and we just love it so, so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We're also adding a segment to the Gay Agenda where we highlight LGBTQIA plus artists. So if you're an artist of any kind and part of the community, please reach out on Discord or on social media. Now let's get back to the episode where Cleo has just kicked the door down of the leaders of the mining company. And I'll let past Chris take it from here. 
perfect. The door swings open, and there's a uh, a human man, blonde hair and a uh, black cowboy hat, sitting behind a desk. Ah, uh, hi. Uh, that was scary. There's a lot of you. Uh, and Dickie will walk in and say, "Look, Jedediah, we're not doing this. Uh-oh. We have to talk about this, so no more minors die." Jedediah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. We can we can do that. We can just sit down and talk, though. This is a little scary, walking in my office like this. Good. My miners died. You should be scared. I just, I need to know what happened, and then we can go from there, okay? So just tell me what you saw. How'd it happen? And Dickie will hang his head a little bit and rub his forehead. It, it happened so fast. We were in the mine. The water got murky and disgusting looking the deeper we went. Bugs and snakes were crawling around, just more so than usual. We felt a rumble, and then the wall of the mine just broke open, and a huge wave of water crushed in. A bunch of us fell over, some of us got pulled in, and before we could really register what happened, four of them got covered in acid, just melted away in seconds. Yikes. Jack Black dodged the acid, but the dragon picked him up and just ate him. What happened happened really fast. We left everything we'd been mining and just ran. And we're not going back for the ore. It's staying there. We're not fighting a dragon. Not when it can do that. All right, well, here's the problem. We can find a new mine, but that's going to take time. King TBD has increased his expectations. He's ordered more raw materials be shipped directly to his castle up at Ebony North. Now, you can wait for a new mine to be discovered, but I don't have a job for you till then. Or... You can go up to the new mine that they're doing at Vermilion Ledge. I know it's the other side of the country. I understand. But that's where the only mining job is where there's no dragon. And the disappearances that are happening in the forest. Do you expect us to go through the fucking forest where half of us could disappear? Just to get to another... What the fuck is going on? And then that's whenever I step my beautiful ass in there. And I say, uh, well... It can definitely be us. Uh, We are more than capable of saving your town and saving the mines from the Black Dragon. Are are you sure? That seems like a death sentence. Or absolutely. We are very strong individuals. And I slap my manly hand on the table. I say, look at these hands. Are these hands the hands that are capable of, like, slaying a dragon? You do have nice hands. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Look, if you can get rid of that dragon, that sounds great to me. I would love to keep these miners here and keep my job here, right? Uh, Especially if we can get that ore back to the king, because he evidently really needs it. Uh, If you could please tell me exactly where is the king located, and I pull out my map. Sure, sure, sure. Um, So you pull out the map, and on the map you have it is the big structure in kind of the top center where there is a diamond shape marker that is ebony north that is where the king is at okay ebony north i got that yes i then ask sir can you please tell me one last thing before we go and fight your dragon and save your town yeah yeah the fairy godmother has been putting curses on individuals that are trespassing on her land yeah. And I look over at Humphrey, and I say trespassing again. And then I say, um, <laughs> can you please enlighten us as to why she is doing such a thing? 
I know that she's been in to talk to the king a few times, and they don't quite get along. She know she's talking about the disappearances a lot. She seems to be involved in it according to the king. He wants nothing to do with her. So we just try and keep our distance from her as much as possible. What she's doing, I don't know. She's a crazy old lady. Oh, well, I've heard that she's just a, a righteous woman who's protecting her own land from heathens. <laughs> she seems to feel that way, sure. At that slight, I look again and I say, Thor, would you say that she is doing these things to protect herself from the king? Her point is to protect her people, but her way of protecting seems to be turning people into baked goods, so that doesn't seem much like protection to me. <laughs> what is she protecting her people from? Well, she's going on about disappearances, but, I mean, I think she's doing it, so I don't know what the hell she's talking about. Or so it seems that we have come at a crossroads and we need to find the truth. And I think the best way to find the truth is to ask ourselves, what would be the easiest way for us to get to her after we slay your dragon? You're going to go back on the boat, head back to the docks, and go through the forest. She's on the other side of the river from uh, King TBD's castle. Or that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, and Florals is going to back out of the room, um, caress uh, Dickie Jensen's back, and then leave to go stand okay. by the entrance. Edith is going to stay there and walk up to Jebediah's. Jebediah? Jedediah. Jedediah. The Quaker. Jedediah's <laughs> desk and say, All right, listen here. I am the agent for this here traveling group of strong people. And if you want us to take care of your problem here, we're going to need a little bit of something because we've made promises to people and we're also broke. So can we have some of that ore if we slay this dragon? And also, do you have any gold you can give us? Yeah, I was hoping you'd do this for free. That would have been nice. I need the ore brought back, but as long you can take some of the ore. I'm fine with that. As long as I meet my quota, we can make that work. And yeah, I have gold for you. With how big and bad this dragon is, I think that we can make it a very reasonable offer. Just just so that we're clear, mm -hmm. this is a really powerful dragon. I know. And I am slightly confident that I'm going to take one of you with me. No, you wouldn't do it, you coward. Stop I, it, stop no, it. No, this is my best chance at a TPK is what's gonna happen. Bring it, you pussy. As long as Edith doesn't die, she can revivify. How many times can you do that? It has to be like within a minute of the, their death, right? Yeah, this thing has killed four mm -hmm. people at once. And it made it like a wave of acid, right? That's what I'm interpreting, right? It created right. a wave of acid that dissolved four people and then ate one up in a gulp. Yeah, yeah. Also, the fairy godmother is just kind of all over the place and we don't know what she wants, right? We know what she wants. She wants to it, turn everyone into cookies. She okay. wants to save her people from the disappearances in the woods and the ruling class is not having it. She wants to save her people from not being cookies. There's a lot of mixed information from the, about the fairy godmother so far. Yeah, you're, you're hearing different people's sides of it so far. And Humphrey's armor makes him resistant to acid. Yep, and dragon fear and dragon breath and... I mean, I did, I did forget that. That might be your only saving grace here. But who knows? Maybe maybe I play this wrong and you guys kill it in a couple rounds. Don't say that. That sounds most likely. All right, I'm looking at like... Remember when we fought that beholder? I'm... <laughs> I wasn't even playing it right. You know, don't, don't. When have we ever played anything right? <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, so then uh, because of how powerful 
this dragon is. I think uh, Jedediah O'Bannon, that's his name. I don't know, what do you want? 5,000 gold? Yeah, that works. We never take the first offer. Well, uh, we also want your hat. Oh, my hat. I don't know about that. This is, this is my grandpappy's hat. Uh, I can get you a hat made. I can get you all hats made from my hat guy, my hat maker, which there's a name for that. Hat person. Haberdashery? Hatberdashery? Hatberdashery. Hatter. It's a hatter. A hatter? No, they don't call people that make shoes shoers. Shoers. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> but my shoe guy also makes hats, so hatter shoer. Is that his name? Hatter shoer? Yep. Hatter shoer. Why not just top and bottoms? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the strip club here. Uh, I do recommend it. <laughs> I feel like we've established that the strip club is Cream Cave. <laughs> it's just a cave. Cream is a color. That's what they want you to It's think. also very <laughs> sexual. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I do understand it. All these colors have different meanings, too. You're right. Right. Vermilion? How sexual could that be? Oh. All right. Listen. Okay. We'll take the hats, too. Um, and I'm going to take this pin. All right. All right. That's fine. That's fair. And we'll... We'll have a discussion, and if anything seems off, or if for some reason my very, very strong adventuring group here can't slay this beast, then we will definitely be dimension dooring out of there. Is there any place around 500 feet away from this creature that's safe? (laughs) Yeah, if you you can head north from it and get back out of the mines, that should work. Uh, if you go south, it's a lot of dead trees. You can eventually make it to Juniper Steeple, but it's a hike, and there's not much vegetation down there. So I'll just pick 500 feet north of Yeah, just head back here. Right. That's what okay. I would do. Yeah. And run fast, because those dragons are quick. Yeah. So fast. Yeah, we we have a lot to talk about. We'll, yeah. we'll have to come up with a game plan. Hopefully we aren't already heading, if our group isn't already heading towards this dragon, because I think we need to... <laughs> If it's as strong as uh, they're saying, we'll we'll need a plan. Yeah. Yeah, Floris has been quiet. Is he already on his way? No, Floris is just standing at the entrance. Oh, okay. Listening? Yes, listening. Just touching oh, okay. that dude. Because I, w- I was just about to say, if anybody asks, we did this for free. <laughs> oh, all right. Are we out of public? Sure. Are we not? No, we're still in the okay. office. Yeah, no, Cherry is getting a slightly paler every time Florals is like, oh, yeah, it'll totally be fine. We can totally kill this thing. Um, I totally watched The Legend of Vox Machina, and they were level one, and they killed a dragon, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think we can do it, too. Yeah. Great. So awesome. is that what you're doing now? You're heading out of the office? You're done going to see this dragon? Yeah. Then... On your way out, you shut the door. Everyone give me a perception check, please. I got a 13. 15. 20. Cleo, on the way out, you hear Jedediah say, that is $5,000 I'm not going to have to pay. They're not coming back. You guys should just go to Vermilion Ledge and mine there. Mm. That's your solution here. They're going to die for sure. We should have taken half before. (laughs) (laughs) Are are we really going to die? Do you really think that we can do this? I totally believe that we can definitely kill a dragon. It's just going to take a lot of cunning and a lot of hard work on our end. And possibly, Umfree is going to have to use some more magic and turn into a full cookie. Oh, oh, great. I'm glad that uh, 
someone else is making these decisions for and makes it easier. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that your death will be for the greater good. Thank you. I don't want my brother to die. So let's let's make a plan. So this does not happen. I went through a lot to find him. And I'm not losing him to a damn dragon, okay? Floros and Spring throws his hands in the air and says, It's it's above me now. You know, it's in the it's in the fairy godmother's hands. And we must appreciate what she has done for us and save these town folk. So the death of one to save the many is how we should look at this. Okay, well let's um well let's try and do this without any deaths and then we can deal with it as we get there. I told my mom that I would be coming back home. <laughs> yeah, this seems like we're getting a little bit of a, a zealot on our hands. So, we're zealot. Uh, well, we are trying to save the townsfolk and make sure they have a safe place to mine. People are dying because of our inaction, and we should definitely be helping them. Well, I don't. I don't think it's because of our inaction. We're not. <laughs> we were intended to fight this dragon. We're. Not, it's not like. Okay, let's go kill a dragon. Thank you. I'm allowed to run away, right? If if it looks like it's going to go bad, I'm I'm not staying. Okay, so here here's what I can do. I can make us very fast on for bonus actions. So like you know, you can quickly move very fast. Uh, the other thing I can do is create a portal that two of us can go through, but only two. And then I can also possibly bring you back from the dead if you die and I get to you quick enough, you know, CPR and whatnot. That sounds great. I feel very reassured. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. If, if we need to bounce, I don't know how I'm going to make, I don't know. Can I do two dimension doors at once? Well, it's also two spells in one turn, I assume. Right. It would be because as yes. soon as I cast the spell, I'm I'm out because it teleports me. Yeah. So if you have two fourth level spells, you can do it just on different turns. You can bring along objects as long as their weight doesn't exceed what you're what you can carry. If I can, I turn somebody into an object. Do I have some sort of polymorph, or does that only turn into animals? It depends on what level of polymorph. I don't. Have if it's polymorph. a true polymorph versus a. Do we have a bag of holding people could jump into? Isn't there a Do possibility you, you get lost forever? I don't know, maybe, but risk first reward. I also feel like there's no oxygen in there. I also have like a spell called non-detection, which like you cannot be like seen even through divination magic. Uh, like you can't be detected even through like divination magic. Hmm. Can you cast that on everyone? Um, so Floros and Spring has a ridiculous amount of movement speed. And I think that I, and then also I have hide in plain sight. So I would be fine. I also have Pass Without Trace. I could put Pass Without Trace on all of us and then put like non-detection on Cherry if things got ugly. Okay. Like we could make a distraction for the dragon and then I would just, we would flee the fuck out of there. Cherry, you might want to take this moment to write a, another letter to your mom or that you might not be coming home. No, you should say that you're going to be a victorious person. One of my pigeons could take it. Do you really think I'm going to die? No, we'll make, I'll do my best to make sure you don't die. We'll all do our best to make sure nobody dies. I'll give us a speech right before we go. We'll be great. 
yeah, we're all just, we're putting our lives on the line for this mission that is definitely uh, necessary and is in no means us extending ourselves too far. I'm glad we're all on the same page, so let's head on over. <laughs> okay, so you're going to head out of Cobalt City and head south down towards the mines. As you make your way out of the city, the deeper you go towards the mine, the more overgrown all the plants and foliage is, just the more dark and damp everything feels. The closer you get, the worse the smell gets. There's just this putrid, dank odor in the air. The water gets less clear, more murky, giving off a green, gross vapor. Just very disgusting. Bugs and snakes are crawling around. You see some scorpions on the ground. So we need a plan. (laughs) This is going to be your, yeah, take this as your last chance to do whatever you need to before you maybe get a little close and start seeing something. Before you might trigger something, I should say. <laughs> All right. So listen, I, I know that if most of us had our had their druthers, none of us would be out here. But we are. And we're going to do this because we're strong. And we've gone through so much together uh, already as a team. And we have come out successful. And we got this. We can do this. And there's no shame in running away, putting your tail between your legs. There's no shame and right now, I'm just going to bless all of our hearts in in Mitchie's name, A-M, a- amen. And, I hate you. And she... Also, we could run now. We don't have to wait until we're done. <laughs> no, that's not what we promised. And now all of us have five temporary hit points and advantage on wisdom saving throws. And if you do get hit by an attack, you have advantage on the next attack roll you make. Uh, once your five hit points are gone, the spell ends for you. Okay. Okay, so five temporary hit points, advantage on the wisdom saving throws, and then you would have advantage on the next turn after being attacked. Mm-hmm. How many levels do we get if we kill this thing? How many hit points do you guys have right now? 79. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. <sighs> Anything else you want to do before we go fight this dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah give me two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Call me yeah, lawyer. Cherry's writing a note to her mom that says, I'm growing up. <laughs> Being an adult means doing stuff that's hard and making money, right? Well, I mean, I love you. I will be back with some scars that are cool. I did say in previous episodes that we could possibly just talk to the dragon. We could try it. Yeah. And I can help y'all set up an ambush. Okay. In case things go awry. Like, who's, who, who, I I guess, honestly, the best person that would be best for talking would either be Cherry or Edith. I don't think that a child should be talking to this dragon who spits acid. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think Humphrey would be all right with sending Cherry out when she's been so reluctant the whole time anyway. Write a letter to your mom. Also, you're going to go out there and talk to the dragon by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Edith would probably be the, be the best one then. I mean, I suppose maybe I can convince this dragon to just give me some of that ore and let us be on our way and tell them to see why they're attacking. I mean, maybe we're infringing on their home. Maybe they live here all their life. I don't know. Maybe we can help him get home. Uh, either way, and she holds her 
necklace out and says, still, we could use some more blessings on our, all of our hearts. And we now can, uh, every time you start your turn in my aura, you can use a bonus action to take the dash action. Hell yeah. Are these all concentration spells? One is my channel divinity. It's not concentration. And the other one was the motivational speech. Is that concentration? No. Um, I also begin picking up dirt and like leaves and twigs and like rubbing it all over my body. And I am doing hide in plain sight. So for one, uh, one minute, I spend time creating camouflage for myself and I gain a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks. What if we what if we do this? Why don't you come sneaky with me? I'll talk to the dragon. If things start going badly, I'll dim Doris out of here. You know what? That might be a fantastic idea. And that way, Cherry does not have to be scarred from this uh, incident. If we think that we could, you know, kill this dragon, then maybe we'll whistle or something. Can we make a noise so they know to come help? I can just cast Pass Without Trace on those two. Yeah, but I can't pull them out of there. I mean, if they don't act then they're just going to be like, they won't be seen or anything. Right, but what if he spits out acid like the last time with those miners? Yeah, if it's an area effect, then we'll still get hit. Right, I'm thinking about that. Uh, I mean, I feel like this, you know, not not to be meta or anything, but remember when Chris asked Brandon what his hit points was (laughs) and Brandon said 79 and Chris said, well, don't worry about getting your gold? Yeah. I have less than that. <laughs> okay. So but it might be worth a conversation if... It might be worth a conversation. Can we... Anybody... What what language does do dragons speak? They speak... They can speak all languages, I think. It can't... It can't hurt to go try and talk, I guess, unless it does hurt. <laughs> so I say, uh, yeah. I'm going to put... I'm going to put Pass Without Trace on Cherry and Humphrey. And then y'all just stay back. Does that make sense? Okay. You guys feel good about your plan at this point? Uh, I think I think maybe we need one more blessing. <laughs> okay, so what is the plan? We stay back? Yes. Okay. If Humphrey's wearing the black dragon armor, should they be the one to go talk to it? I feel like if you're wearing the armor of <laughs> this person's like cousin, that's probably not going to be too cute of a look. Ooh, fair. That's my sister, Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can be invisible, but that goes away as soon as I attack. Right. I mean, if we're going to go in there and attack, then that's fine. But if we say that's not going to work, then me and Cherry, me and Edith will dimension door out. And then y'all can just like, since you're already far back, y'all can just be like, no, we're good. Bye. Mm. That's that's why I was giving y'all pass without trace. Uh, Edith is going to take some holy water out of her bag and put, stick her fingers in it and like spritz it on each of us bless your heart bless your heart bless your heart bless your heart bless my heart it's a little rude a little condescending <laughs> <laughs> oh you think you can take on a dragon bless your heart i think humphrey before like everyone walks out there humphrey grabs edith and goes uh hey if we can somehow convince it that the fairy godmother is behind the mining operation and is trying to destroy its home 
Maybe we could take out two birds with one stone. Two dragons. Maybe. Do I still have a plus two bonus in armor from florals? No, you don't. That's only whenever I shoot you with my arrow. So that's gone. I did just bless you. So when you make an attack roll or a saving throw, it's up to a minute from when we go. Because I'm going to do this right at the last minute, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can, you get a d4 to add to your number. And this is a concentration Uh, spell. Okay, let's do this. Florals begins begins walking forward, actually. Actually, Edith's holy water is just Coca-Cola. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Walking into the mine, the smell getting worse and worse, and feel a rumble on the ground. I think as we feel the rumbling on the floor, Humphrey uses their detect dragon and stands up straight. Black dragon, dead ahead, and points. That's where we're going to end the episode. Oh. <laughs> what in the gay hell? Okay, so. I'm going to make sure that I start this because this is all the blessings that we got. <laughs> yeah, I'm typing it I, out right now. <laughs> I also wrote it all down, made sure I had everything because I knew it was going to stop here. And uh, I'm glad I know what your hit points are now. That's fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think they're going to survive this dragon? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I wish you the best of luck because these characters are awesome. Thanks. Well, we already had that discussion about what our other characters would be. <laughs> Find out what happens on the next episode when we battle a big black dragon. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade or on Twitter at Chris the DM. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay on TikTok. Hi, my name is Katie, and uh, I'm still taking an extended social media break. And hi, I'm Marina and the Diamonds, and you can find me on TikTok at Groundbreaking33 and Instagram at Eugene underscore J90. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.